Welcome to Pop Culture Federation. Welcome to the Pop Culture Federation podcast. I'm Ron. I'm Matt. And I'm Mikey. (laughs) Great. Okay. So on today's podcast, we're going to be talking about a few things. Uh, Hey, Mike, do you want to tell the viewers what we're going to be going over today? Sure. New York Comic Con just happened, so we're going to be talking about some of that, as well as Universal Streaming Service, Peacock, and some of the stuff that they're going to offer. Um, (laughs) And then... I don't know, just a couple other tidbits in the news. Spider-Man's coming back, as well as some a little game that we're going to be playing. I guess you can call it a game on the, the mm, show for the yeah. coming weeks for the fall season, for the fall TV lineup. So we're going to get more into that a little bit later. I'm excited and Wait, scared Mike, at the same time. The fall season, is that a tease? Oh, why, well, yes it is, Ron. <gasps> wow! So New York Comic Con just happened, and it was four exciting days. This is like Christmas and the Super Bowl and um, 4th of July and Oscar season for me, all in one. Um, I think this year, not going to lie, was a little bit weaker compared to previous years. Why do you think that, Mike? Because there was no real big movies. Well, that's not true. There was some big movies not really i mean you had some years like the one year before avengers came out they the whole cast was there usually they make like a big um spectacle i mean birds of prey had a presence there which was boy um the movie 1917 did um but this year they were really pushing the tv shows um watchmen uh the m night Shyamalan show on apple the apple streaming service the Servant, I think Servant, yeah. Um, then they were... But they didn't really... It was a lot more about the streaming services and like what they had to offer. But the panels, other than... The panels were a little bit weaker. Um, most of the good panels were at the Hulu Theater, uh, Madison Square Garden, or the Hammerstein Ballroom. Which is something that they've been doing the past couple of years, uh, just because of the amount of people. But the main stage um, didn't have like a ton like they normally do. Um... And the panels in the smaller halls were not as strong. And it was a little bit like random stuff. Um, AEW, the wrestling show, had a... uh, I wish I was there, but that panel, I went to go into that line. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go in line for the Felicia Day panel, uh, the one before. Mm Because they don't clear out the room, so you just stay. And I was maybe... that, That panel was like at three... And the AEW one was at like five, no, or like four or five, whatever. It was like an hour and change before. So I was like, I'm going to go half hour ahead of time. Their line was already there for AEW. Wow. And it was capped. And it had a standby line that was also almost capped. I was like, forget it, I'm not getting in. <laughs> but then I watched it on YouTube. Uh, um, they had like on Twitter. And um, MJF like would pretend to be a fan and ask the question and then Cody Rhodes attacked Jericho because they're going to be fighting at full gear in November or the next pay-per-view for the title and uh it's a pretty eventful panel from what I saw uh so I was kind of disappointed to miss that I'm glad they did it though um 
I got to meet Paul Rudd. It was awesome. That's awesome. I got into the Watchmen signing, so I met the cast, and as well as Birds of Prey, which was a surprise signing, and Margot Robbie showed up. So that was awesome. Got to meet her. Oh. I met uh, Mika Burton online for buying prints, so that was pretty cool. Because uh, I went on Thursday, and I didn't do it. I just walked around the convention hall, and I was standing online, and I, I was buying. I was at like this dice place where he bought dice and stuff, and like, I heard a familiar voice, and I looked over, and it was Mika Burton, and I was like, "Oh, hey, hi, Mika." <laughs> yeah, it's the vet. I. The vendor um, ex- exhibit hall, like the main the main floor, the show floor, they Dragon Ball World Tour, which is I guess they're going around the world promoting Dragon Ball Super and other stuff for Dragon Ball Z, and that had a really large presence um, there, which was cool. They had some exclusive figures. Um, I, there wasn't really like any like super hot exclusives that I saw um, huh. figure wise, but there was a one. The one popular one was um, uh, Batman and Alien. They did a NECA did oh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then there was a Green Lantern and Predator, I think. And then the Mandalorian, they showed off figures for that. So that was a really big hit and really popular with people. Um, the Watchmen panel, I didn't go into, but I heard was good. Uh, they showed the first episode. So that one premieres on the 20th of October. And I heard it's getting really good reviews so far, which... You know, credit to Alan Moore. He did not want this to happen and still doesn't, so. I'm, funny enough, at Comic-Con last year, I met Dave Gibbons. Nicest human. Like, I had... Really? Yeah, super. I had... So, I bought a copy of Watchmen there, but I had my original copy of the trade, but it got wet and destroyed during Hurricane Katrina. Not Katrina. Um, Hurricane Sandy. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> yeah, by the time it got to us, it was just like... a. It was just drizzling, and Mike left it out outside. No, I meant Hurricane Sandy. <laughs> um, it got wet in that, and it was, but it's still like readable. It's just like you know warped a little bit, but I mean I, I kept it because it was still readable. And so I had him sign both, and he's like, "What happened?" And then I told him it was in the hurricane. He goes, "Well, were you okay? Like, how was everything?" He was asking more about me, so he was a super nice guy. I was like, "Yeah," I was like, "I mean, it was fine. Apartment got flooded, whatever. I mean, not whatever at the time, but hindsight." But, I mean, it was cool. Like, the dude was struck up a conversation. Um, I, huh. This year, for me, was big on getting my Funko Pops signed. Uh, so, yeah, in my home office, I have, like, a shelf with a bunch of Pops that I get signed. Um, so I got maybe, like, ten of them signed this year. Um, funny story was Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, the Outsiders from, from Pro Wrestling. Scott Hall has a Funko Pop. Kevin Nash doesn't. So, <laughs> oh yeah, so Scott Hall had a line because people were getting a pop sign, mm-hmm. and Kevin Nash is sitting there, and they're like, "Oh, another one for Scott only," and he goes, "Oh, great." So, <laughs> my thing at Comic Con is I wear a Tom Brady jersey. So, for those of you who don't know, what you don't know, massive Patriots fan. So, yuck. Yeah, haters gonna hate. <laughs> Loser. So, my my shtick is like my friends can find me because I'm the only one in a Tom Brady jersey. And it's a conversation piece for a lot of people, especially the celebs, mm-hmm. because most of the time they <laughs> is the conversation you suck. Unless guess, it's Donnie Wahlberg, and he's like, "Nice." <laughs> I get that a lot, and I also get people who like heckle me, but then they feel bad, and then they give me free stuff or let me cut in line. So it kind of works out. Yeah, last year I got an exclusive pin. They gave me two because he's like, oh, "I'm sorry, I gave you a hard time." I was like, "Thank you for the extra exclusive pin for free." 
Um, <laughs> but Kevin Nash was just sitting there, and he goes, who are they playing? I was like, oh, they're playing the Redskins. And he goes, yeah, they're going to kill them, and they're just going to win. Yeah, they're going to dominate. I'm a Detroit Lions fan, and they fucking suck. <laughs> Not this year. The Lions are pretty good this and year. He, but he was just going on and on and talking about football. <laughs> and Scott Hall's like, yo, man, like, yo, bro, come on, bro. And I was like, uh, I want to talk to Kevin Nash about football, but I also want to meet you and have dinner with Pop. I don't know what to do. So I, like, kind of just left the conversation with Kevin Nash because Kevin Nash kept going on and on about the Detroit Lions. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, man, I know you're bored, Kevin Nash, but like, he was really nice. He was really cool. And I was like, <laughs> I think he appreciated talking to somebody about something that wasn't wrestling. Yeah. And Scott Hall signed my pop, and um, it, both of them were super nice. But I was just like, man, that's cool, Kevin Nash. They looked incredible, too, because I walked past their booth. I didn't meet him or anything because I don't want to pay money. But like, it was really. <laughs> but like, Did they looked. Huh? DDP Yoga. Yeah. Or DDPY. They looked really good, especially Scott Hall, because, yeah. you know. He, I mean, he looked yeah, the, really bad a couple years ago, mm-hmm. but DDP really yeah. did wonders. What did you see? The crap that that guy's been through, <laughs> like, the fact that he's alive is kind of a miracle. Yeah. Oh, for sure. What did you see when you were there on Thursday? Uh, you like, so you were only there one day. Yeah. I, went, I only um, went on Thursday. Um, The only reason I went on Thursday is so, like, my mom actually wanted to go to Comic-Con, and so, like, she got her and her friend, um, and the, the three of oh, us were... Okay, I have to ask, why did your mom want to go to Comic-Con? I, even I don't know why, like, for some reason, she loves people watching, and Comic-Con, a comic convention is, like, a perfect people watching experience. <laughs> I mean, there's 150,000 people, so... Yeah, and I was, she was like, what would be the best day to go? I'd be like probably Thursday because there's like not a lot of people there, and Th- like Thursday was packed. Yeah, Thursday was nuts. Yeah. Like this is my first New York Comic Con, but I've been to like other conventions before. But like I, even I wasn't ready for the amount of people. But like anyway, so like we didn't go see any panels. I really wanted to see the 1917 screening. Um, I had but, two tickets. I would have got you in. Oh really? Yeah, I didn't go because I was I went to the uh, I went to a signing. But I you could just take it mine. Oh, eh, it's whatever. Uh, it wasn't a this is why communication new, is key, it was a new guys. Trailer and it was a uh, it was um, like a Q and A with the cast. It wasn't the yeah. actual movie. Oh, okay. Well, I still would have wanted to see because I watched. Uh, there was like a YouTube ad where they were explaining how they filmed it, and that really made me want to see it. <laughs> so. No, it looked re- it looks really good. Yeah. Because uh, they're trying to birdman it, but we're like they're trying to do just one continuous take. And they were telling a story about how, like, a camera guy was telling a story about, like, for one of the shots, like, it's him with a steady cam, like, running behind the guy, getting onto a golf cart, like, dr- driving on the back of the golf cart for, like, ten seconds, hopping off the golf cart, running, running to a truck bed where he jumps on the truck bed and is, like, and is, like, being driven on the truck bed, still following the guy who's running, all in one take. <laughs> and it was, I was, like... That's awesome, and I want to see this movie. <laughs> that's pretty impressive. Yeah, the movie I that, saw the that's trailer. called cardio. <laughs> I saw the trailer, the new one after the con, and I was re- I saw it actually was it the one during Joker? But it was really good. I'm really looking forward to this movie, and it's about World War One. It really doesn't get enough mm-hmm. coverage, enough love like World War Two does in movies. So it'd be really interesting to see, and like 
the concept a little bit Saving Private Ryan esque, but it's I mean that was a great movie. So yeah. World War One setting is just as good. And they really showed the trench warfare. Is it inspired or based on true events or don't know? Or they just Ron, okay. you know, you would know these things. I don't know. All right. <laughs> Thanks for putting me on the spot, Mike. But... You usually know everything. <laughs> yeah, I know, but in this case, I do not know everything. Am I the only one who hasn't seen Joker? I saw it. No, I'm I'm not going to be able to see Joker until Friday. Okay. Never mind. I won't ask about Joker. We'll though. talk about it on the next show, and I will save my opinions for then. Okay. <laughs> I liked it. I'm, I'm going to say I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Were you the guy who clapped every time there was a murder? Because when I read that story, I immediately thought of you. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate <laughs> Oh, yeah, double murder right there. <laughs> Appreciate that. But no, it wasn't me. Um, I think this was a... I mean, I'll save my opinions for when you both see it. I don't want to give it away. I give anything away by accident. I think I read that there was, like, an article somewhere about, like people's reactions about the reaction for joker and like the movie didn't even come out and people were already like this is a bad thing towards people and it's just like who cares the movie isn't even out yet let people like watch the movie to have an opinion about it i mean i think it was just fear of a copycat from when the dark knight dark knight or dark knight rises came out when they did that person a copy. dark knight rises yeah so I just think people were afraid of a copycat. And now, when you have a, a shooting somewhere every week, at the, the I mean, look at this year alone. Yeah. Like, literally every week something's happening. Mm-hmm. So I think people were just concerned. And I mean, rightfully so. It was, it's something that, you know, you really don't want to take the chance because it happened once before. Copycats are a thing, and people are really oh, yeah. crazy and dumb. So. And at, at this point, it's just, like, an excuse for, like, people to dress up as a Joker and run around and do stupid things. Oddly enough, at Comic-Con, I only saw one Joker dressed like the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. <laughs> saw other Jokers, like a lot of the um, Suicide Squad one. Yeah. But really, one, I saw only one, I mean, I'm sure there were more, but I saw only one Joaquin. Yeah. I saw Batman 66 Joker, which I thought was fantastic. Did he have the mustache? No, he didn't have the mustache. Um, Can we talk about, maybe even for like a minute or two, like... Like the Caesar Romero Joker is starting to come back in fashion. Why do Why do you think that guy? Why do you think that is? Vintage. I mean, it's almost. It's been fifty years, right? Yeah. Well, I think it's been over fifty years now. It's been like the sixties. Sixty six is when it came out, so it's like sixty three, sixty four years old. I forget. The, I mean, everybody refers 50. to it as the sixty six Batman, and I don't realize that it's been fifty years now, which is crazy. But um, the show. Funny enough, wasn't popular. I mean, it was popular, but it didn't like resurge in popularity until the seventies when it was on syndication. So a lot of the people that reference it as like like really loving it were talking about it when they saw it in the seventies. Yeah, um, like Star Trek. <laughs> Star Trek, the original series, was similar because Star Trek ended up getting canceled. A bunch of scientists were like, "No, bring this back! It's an awesome show because the syndication it was on, mm-hmm. everybody watched it, and then they brought it back." Well, I think it got canceled because it was on uh, prime time, and people were like, "Nobody wants to watch this." Right? It was a pretty yeah. sophisticated well, it... show, but syndication. It's funny to see the contrast today versus back then. Even in the '90s and the 2000s, like shows were designed for syndication runs, mm-hmm. and today. They're designed for the binge watcher. Yes. 
which is a funny. Somebody should do a thesis on that. Hmm. Well, I am looking for a doctoral idea, so thank you, Mike. Intern, do something about this. <laughs> Friend of the show. I snapped for the intern. Friend of the show, Kevin Feige, please uh, <laughs> interview you for our dissertation. Or <laughs> Speaking of binge watching, um, so like NBC Universal is uh, their streaming service is coming out next year. Yeah, they are oh calling it the Peacock. Um, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's getting a lot of laughs. Yeah, it's but odd. I, I mean, I get the name because their logo, but uh, it's set to premiere in 2020. Um, it's where the classic shows and movies that they own are going to go. So that's going to be the new home for The Office, Parks and Rec, Frasier, and other classic sitcoms. But they're getting, they're making new shows. Wait, wait, hold on. Did you just, Frasier is moving there? Yep. You, no, you're kidding. I wish I was. I'm being, I'm being 100% serious right now. You're, you're joking. No. God. Are you and that damn terrible it. show The Office is going to be Netflix is getting fleeced with this. Well, that's why Netflix is if you got a show idea, sell it to Netflix. Yeah, they're they'll buying give you for fifty million dollars. Well, Netflix like is hmm? their CEO came out and their CEO was like, Look, right now, like, you know, the office and friends, they're still popular. But in like ten to fifteen years, is everyone still going to be watching those shows? So they're like betting that their content is going to be more popular in the long run than you know the Office or Friends or something like that. So it's funny that you say that because I think that he might have a point. Because if you look at shows, oh yeah, like how many people are honestly going back and watching um, Dallas or Mash? Well, I am, but I love MASH. Well, I mean, like... <laughs> but, but that's different. But how many people do you know are going and binge-watching those two shows from the no late one. 70s and 80s? But, I mean, like, no the one. difference is, like, Office and Friends are the most bingeable shows ever. But they're not... Like, MASH... Both MASH and Dallas are better shows. Objectively. I mean, I, better made, better written, better everything. Friends are... Office, I think, is terrible, so, like, that's a bias there, but... Friends, arguable. Yeah, that's a definite. That's bias. very bad. Yeah, Friends is arguable <laughs> one of the best shows ever made. I I don't like it personally, no, but I think I, it's I, in the top list of for sitcoms. Maybe, maybe this is my bias showing, but I would never put Friends on the top shows ever made. I think it's for one sit- of the most influential shows, but I wouldn't call it the best. I mean, for sure. Yeah. But, but I, I mean, would also call Mash one of the best shows of all time, only because of the ratings that it would get. But it wouldn't get the ratings that it did in this that it did when it was on in like the nineties. The final episode of Mash had the high. It held a record for highest rating. Because there of all were time. three other channels, yeah. and the other three channels had nothing on. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, ratings don't really matter today, like they did before. I don't think ratings have mattered since the Monday Night Wars in wrestling. I mean, ratings haven't mattered Whoa, since a, Netflix started thing. streaming. True. Um... But when you looked at like TV Guide when it was still a thing, the amount the numbers that Walking Dead and Big Bang Theory were getting a couple years ago was like outrageously high. It's crazy. The yeah, numbers they were Boomer's getting. gonna watch Boomer stuff like Big Bang Theory. <coughs> the Peacock streaming service is also gonna host new shows and content. Two of the big ones that were announced were a new Battlestar Galactic series from the Mister Robot creator, 
Um, it's going to expand on the lore and the universe from the 2004 series. Um, it's going to make its debut on this new streaming service. It's not a reboot. It's not a remake. It's a retelling. Um, no, it's it's it's, <laughs> it's something that takes place in that universe from 2004. And a requel. I will. You can at me on this, and I will go to bat for it. Battlestar Galactica is probably the best show ever made. I, f- fight me on it. Uh, I wait the the. Wait, the better show over what? Battlestar Galactica, the 2004 series, is the best show ever made. Lost being second. So, uh, what is? I don't want. I'm not going to bite on that. But I will ask a question. So, like, so it's so it's not exactly a part of the 2004 series. No, it is. It's just we don't know any more details beyond it. It's not. I don't believe it's about the Galactica because that story was told. I think it's about some another group of humans in another part of the galaxy from the original planet. Okay. We don't it could be about it could be about the Pegasus, I doubt it. It could be about a brand new ship. It could be about uh, we don't know what timeline it takes place in yet, but it's something it's going to be in that universe. So I doubt there's going to be any crossovers with the Galactica. Okay. But it's going to be it's not a they're going to reference things that happened probably things that might have happened in Caprica. So like you might have to know what's going on a little bit, but again, we don't know. All they said was it's going to take place in that universe and it's going to contain lore from that series. Okay. So <clears throat> I was only asking cause the way that you were explaining it, it was like, it's not a reboot. It's not a sequel. Well, like well, I was just confused on like what it wants to be. A lot of people thought that it was going to be a remake of the, of the 2004 series or they're going to redo it. But there was some backlash and people were like, no, 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 it's the, they came out and said, no, no, it's, it's in the same universe. It's a different show. It's its own thing. And we're leaving the other one alone because it's perfect in every way. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Um, the other show that was announced that had people really happy and I, we can read the premise here too. There's going to be a saved by the bell sequel. (laughs) <laughs> what? Starring Mario Lopez and Elizabeth Berkley. Because Mario Lopez doesn't have anything better to do. Here's the premise. <laughs> doesn't he have Access Hollywood, Matt? How dare Oh, yeah, he? that's true. Yeah. He, he's he, probably the only one with a job. Isn't he on the game show host? Or he's a host of a show, too? Access Hollywood. No, no, no. Like a, like a, like a game show. Oh, I, I have, thought he was a game show I have no host. idea. Probably. I think, he, and isn't, I think he's the only one with a job. Wait, is it the who's the main blonde kid? Zach Morris. Yeah, I think he has a job on like some CBS drama. Uh, yes, he was on the show Pitch that got canceled, and then now he's on something else. I always confuse him and James Vanderbeek, and I don't know why. I do too. Okay, because they look alike. What does James Vanderbeek do? He had his sixth child recently. Oh, congratulations! How does he feed that? <laughs> what did was he the guy that did like Varsity Blues and? Yes. Okay. All right. Oh, wasn't he on How How I Met Your Mother? Yeah, he was um, Robin's ex boyfriend. Yeah, the one that Sandcastles and Made of Sand was based off of. <laughs> I I had this is a side note. I had a debate with somebody the other day that Robin's Sparkles was influenced off of uh, Nirvana and Avril Lavigne. No. And they're like, you know, you're wrong. And I was like, I don't really know about. I don't. I don't know. No. No. No, Mike. There was, there was a, a singer. Tim, Tiffany. Yeah, is? Tiffany. That's who Robin Sparkles was based yeah. off of. Tiffany had yeah. literally had a mall tour. 
That's what they're referencing. Yeah. I did not know that. Okay. By the way, How I Met Your Mother is infinitely better than Battlestar Galactica. So... Um, we'll yeah, talk about that another watch time. that Battlestar ending and then go watch my How I Met Your Mother ending and you go back and tell me that. Ooh. <laughs> fair. fair. Fair assessment. Fair assessment. Okay. Um, so here's the premise of the show, Ron, if you're interested. When California Governor Zach Morris gets into hot water for closing too many low-income high schools, he pro- Wait, no, you're, 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 you're messing with me. No, he proposes <laughs> they send the affected students to the highest-performing school in the state, including Bayside High! <laughs> the influx of no. new students gives the overprivileged Bayside kids a much-needed and hilarious dose of reality. End of vlog. I do not believe this. That was the. I, that was what NBC came out with. And they expect I, I the show to succeed. You. Oh well. <laughs> have you watched Fuller House? Have I watched what Fuller House? Oh yeah, that's Full, true. Fuller House. Nostalgia will win out. Oh yeah. for sure, and yeah. they'll make fun of their old show and just have jokes like inside jokes about every episode. Yeah. They brought the whatever guy back. <laughs> this show will be fine. That's true. I'm sure they're going to make... Noted sociopath, Zach Morris. <laughs> I'm sure they're going to make... Um, what was that stripper movie Elizabeth Berkeley was in? Showgirls? Was it Showgirls? 21 Guns? Oh, yeah. Um, Showgirls, arguably the worst, one of the worst movies ever made. It's funny, because the first time I saw it, it was on like VH1 at 11.30, and I was like 13 years old, and I was just flipping through the channels, and I was like, what is going on? Boobs! <laughs> 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 yeah, that's literally what it was. I'm just... sure they're gonna throw that reference in there at her. Is Squiggy in it? <laughs> I don't know. You mean Dustin? Wait, speaking of boobs, you mean you mean Skeeter or Sketches or whatever the hell his name was? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what Screech? the fuck was his name? Screech. Screech. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the guy who actually did porn, <laughs> Dustin Diamond. Yeah, I, I don't know. Dustin Diamond has that's not a porn been name. announced or talked about. They they probably, yeah, because he's a psychopath. He's, it's a very troublesome character. The only two people that are confirmed as of right now are Mary Lopez and Elizabeth Berkley. They're starring in it. That's all we know. The, wait, then why do they mention Zach Morris in the byline? He's the governor, or, and he's not in the show. Not yet. We but, don't know that. We, as of right now, he's not in the show. <laughs> okay. The Universal streaming service will also be home to movie franchises such as Back to the Future... The Jason Bourne series and Shrek. I only care about Shrek in this one. Shrek. Shrek is terrible in every way. What? House of Mouse. No, you're messing with me right now. We're gonna own that one. I mean, Universal is. Does Universal still have like all of the like old school scary movies to put on this? I'm sure they do. Yeah, that would be a really good. No, those are in the. uh, Those are in the public domain, so anybody can do them. Oh, really? Yeah. Are they? We can, we can, we can show them. Are Yo, you, we are you get sure on, about that? We should, we should do a public domain streaming service, and we'll make hundreds off of this. Matt, that's already a thing. Uh, the government runs it. No, oh, but PBS. like, no, no, no. But we like privatize no. it, and then we make people pay like six ninety nine a month. That's illegal. Shut no, up. It's not actually. <laughs> no, is it? We're just so. saying we're. We'll call it like domain flicks, and then like. <laughs> And so, then we'll be like, yeah, guys, it's free, wink, wink, for the first half hour. And then you got to pay, like, six ninety nine a month. Pony up, bitches. So, funny, I believe, and I, somebody can look this up, but I believe the way it works is 
you'd have to get the original um, piece of film that it was on because if you sh if you bought a DVD of it, let's say, the person who manufactured and produced the DVD, you'd have to pay them if you showed that DVD version. Hmm. So you'd have oh, to you'd have to sure. get the because that's how they make that's how they're able to make money off of it. So like you mean to tell me if I get like the original film of Swamp Monster and like be like you mean Creature of the Black Lagoon? Yes. Yeah. You'd if have I, to no. you'd have to get it from Universal somehow or you can get an original copy of it and then you can show that. So but you can't So like, then Universal should do our domain flicks idea. So we do domain flicks. Well, I'm sure they're We get gonna... sued by Universal. Matt. They buy us out. There we go. Now we're hundredaires. They... There we go. We made hundreds of dollars. This is a brilliant business plan, guys. Why aren't you getting on board? Matt, they already tried that. Do do not you remember Dracula Untold and the Tom Cruise The Mummy? Yeah, that's why I'm, but like if they have all of the old school movies, why don't they just add them on? I mean, I'm sure they will. Yeah. But I don't... Right now, they're not... Anybody can put... Netflix can put them on. Now we get our chance, guys. Now's I, our chance. Mike, we have to strike while the iron is hot. Mike, I don't think that's the case. I'm, I'm going to have to look that up, but I'm pretty sure, like, individual movies, like, in terms of their interpretation, falls under like copyright law but the characters themselves like they can uh, they're obviously in the public domain do, do you know what i mean yes but well yes you're correct but the actual movies themselves are also in the public domain huh. okay. but the the medium of which they were shown is owned by the person who showed it i believe that's how it works i could be a thousand percent wrong and i probably am to some degree but i know that's how People get away with, like, you can see on, like, the, when they used to have infomercials, buy this set for this much money. Like, they got the rights to the film to show it, but if we bought that set and then aired it on the streaming service, we'd have to pay those people. I don't know how they would ever find so, out, like, but we, that's what we would have I have do. another idea. So, what if we buy the, like, sets and props and stuff, and we do our own version of it? We can. D Guys, welcome to Pop Culture Federation, where we talk about copyright law. Guys, domain flicks is going to be a thing. So I was going to wait until about two years in to talk about the future future state of the show and Pop Culture Federation productions, but we might as well talk about it now and how we're going to have our own film studio. Domain flicks is going to make us hundreds of dollars. <laughs> um, but yeah, so thanks for spoiling that. Appreciate it. Guys, we gotta get on board. We're recording this. We don't have much time. I was gonna save it for a two-year anniversary episode. <laughs> That's fine. Way to rain so, so Swamp Man is our first movie. We just do creatures. It's not Swamp Man. No, we call it Swamp Man so we avoid copyright infringement. We would We can own Creature of the Black. We can use Creature of the Black Lagoon. What are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. And just like that, Mike had no idea. <laughs> no. I'm flabbergasted. I, uh, you know You don't I, have the big picture brain like studio executive <laughs> Matt Beckison does. <laughs> no. 
Isn't studio executive Matt Beck using the one <laughs> the one who came up He's with... He's the one that made hit Swamp Man and Franken Dude. <laughs> That's going to go on a cereal box. <laughs> what, Franken Dude? You can't, the You Can't See Him Man and Wolf Guy. <laughs> no, it's actually Franken Dude's monster. Franken Dude is the scientist. <laughs> Hey, how you doing? I'm freaking dude. <laughs> Just throw some gobbledygook and oh, he's he's a ro- he awoke. <laughs> you know, I think we could own that and we could copyright that now. Franken dude. Yeah, I'm pretty sure nobody owns that. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna quick Google search. What's funny <laughs> is when stuff like it's like some people do this for like wrestling stuff. Wait, this is really a thing? Wait, what? No, Franken Dude oh, no. isn't a thing. Yay! No one beat us to the punch! Wait, no. We have confirmation it is on Etsy. Oh, but I don't think they, well, it's I don't just think Etsy. they copyrighted it. Yeah, it's not copyrighted. Yeah, who gives a shit? It's just Etsy. Quick, we gotta do These it before our, our three listeners steal it. We're talking <laughs> about you, Mark. Oh. <laughs> Do it, be- do it before the weebs get to it. Uh, you know, it's funny that we're talking about movie franchises and public domain and who owns what. Because on our last episode, we talked about the Disney-Sony debacle with Spider-Man. And that has since been resolved. Uh, and Mike, can I ask a quick question? Sure. On our last podcast... Who predicted that cooler heads will prevail? Me. And that All of us. they will I hate everyone. <laughs> um you if I don't if I remember correctly, were the one who said that this is gonna go on for forever and they're gonna lose out. Mike, I'm asking you to do what America did in the year two thousand and give me the W <laughs> <laughs> That was great. It's a good one. <laughs> it's funny because that's my nickname for Ron, W. W. And I call him Dub, Art. except on this show. <laughs> but um, Disney, or Sony is giving Disney 30% of the gross. I believe that's the deal. And Disney's going to shell out half the money. I believe that is the uh, it's, Yeah, it's, it's either like 20 or 30. No. I'm just glad mom and dad made up. <laughs> and apparently Tom Holland himself, uh, that's the guy who plays Spider-Man. He's the guy who like was, he went to Sony and Disney and was like, come on guys. I mean, come on. Um, he's British. So you have to say that in an accent. Oh, pip pip cheerio. Mom, <laughs> dad, can we please make up? If I don't do this in time, I might not get back home to watch Paddington. Is is that what British people do? I don't know. Um, they watch real <laughs> football. I heard Paddington; those two movies were really good. I also yeah, I heard that, that as well. Yeah. You know what else is really good? Real football. Yeah, nobody's arguing against that. Yeah, well, Liverpool's gonna unfortunately take it oh, this God. year, and. Uh, there's that, so we just got to help for Chelsea's on transfer ban to sign some people, good people next summer, and we'll be great to go. Um, well, we'll talk about real football another day. Yes. Because, um, well, I guess technically it's pop culture. I don't know, we should have a football episode. 
Ron doesn't like football. Is football pop culture? Tell us at Pop Culture Federation or whatever our Twitter is. At Pop Culture Fed. You should really know that. Yeah, probably. Come on, dub. (laughs) Please. I demand to be called Ron. So before we get into our game, um, or our, I guess, what we're doing for the season, there's one more piece of news that I think strikes home to you, Matt. Me? Yeah, because you're our esports expert. Um, there was a toxic Dota 2 player, which you talked about Dota last time, <laughs> got a 19-year ban. First of all, 19 years is a really odd number to pick. I'm sure there's some <laughs> kind of significance around that. But um, if a game is alive 19 years from now, bless you, child. You deserve to play it. Street Fighter 2. Well, Pac-Man. Dota is probably getting close to 19 also. Really? Yeah. Or at least... The, I don't believe you. Like, the original Warcraft 3 mod. Oh, okay. Um, This person... Or these people are punished for smurfing. I don't know what that is. I can explain what smurfing is. Can I explain what I think it yes, is? Yes, <laughs> you can guess what smurfing is. Okay, so I think smurfing is... Dressing up in all blue, going on a webcam, and then asking Weeboos to give you money. Dude, he nailed it. So Nailed it. I was going to say it had to do with something with sniffing glue, but I don't think that is punishable to be kicked out of a game. So <laughs> No, they actually encourage Dota athletes. To... Now, <laughs> why don't you tell us what it really is? So smurfing is, it's when a high-level player, well, or like any level player, um, makes an alternate account and plays against people who are w- w- way worse than they are, just so they could just like show off and like have this like their inferiority complex like feel better about themselves. And it's called smurfing because if I remember correctly, the first person, the first known person to do it, his Smurf account was named, like, Smurf. So that's why it's called Smurfing. I always thought that was just called being an asshole. Well, it is. Yeah, that just, Realistically, that just sounds it is. really dumb. Yeah. And there's a lot of, like, Twitch streamers who will go on their Smurf accounts and, like, just beat up on, like, lower-tier people. And I think it's disingenuous. But anyway, that's what Smurfing is. He was probably also boosting a kid. So the other thing they were banned What's for... Boosting? Oh, what's boosting? So boosting is kind of like smurfing where, like, um, somebody will play with their friend or somebody who's paying them money so that the person who's, like, their friend or money, paying money, will get their their rank higher up. Oh, isn't that called carrying somebody? No, carrying is just, like, when a guy's, like, going nuts and he's just, like, carrying. Oh. He's carrying the whole team on his back. Um... The other thing that they were, that people are banned for is roll queue abuse. What does that mean? Roll queue abuse, if I can think of it from League of Legends, is, um, so in League, you can, when you queue up for solo queue, you can do your preferred positions. So top, mid, jungle, bottom lane support. So you do two of them. And then throughout the game, you can... Like, before, during the drafting phase, you could be like, I know I queued for jungle, but can I get mid? And then you, the guy will be like, yeah, sure, or like, fuck off. Um, 
So what roll cue abuse is, is the dude was probably queuing in as like a support because it's probably the least queue time. And then when it was his turn to draft, he would just pick his character and just forget about everybody else. So pretty much what that is, is he was just being a big dickhead. Oh, I think that's odd to ban somebody over, but sure. And those with low behavior scores. (laughs) Low behavior scores is he was probably getting reported for being a dickhead. Yeah, so in Gears of War 2, (laughs) I used to report people for being chainsaw bitches, and... That is the wrong way to report people. I did that <laughs> when they would, when they were. So I, they were report. You were reporting people because they were better than you. No, you're not better than me if you just cha- come up and chainsaw, fight like a man, and <laughs> fight like a man. Melee, Use a gun, melee shotgun. <laughs> come on. See, see, that's why I report everyone who like flies in Rocket League. I report every single one of them. Sure, I mean. Flying in Rocket League is now an integral part of the game. Gosh, I'm old. I don't know what it means. Yeah, no, I I, I sound and I feel severely old asking Matt, what does smurfing mean? (laughs) (laughs) This is all weird terms to me. I don't know. Apparently my grandson is smurfing. Can you believe this? (laughs) (laughs) That's like Elmering or something. But in other esports news, uh, League of Legends Worlds is starting at the time of recording. By the time this comes out, it'll probably be in the middle of its group stages or in a knockout stage. But Is Liquid in it? Liquid is in it. Are they going to win? No. Then I don't care. Uh, Liquid, <laughs> Liquid is North America's number one seed, so they, they are the, the first seed of their group. Is Faker in it? Faker is in it. He's Does he play in... for Samsung White? No, he's playing for S- uh, SK- SKT. SKT White? T1. No. T Blue? T1. There's no... T1. So Korea doesn't have two teams of each team now. They used to. Samsung. Not anymore. They got rid of it because they were like, there's just two Samsung teams playing every year. So now Did they there's... stop doing that because of the, the two-child policy or something like that? <laughs> No. So now there's two Samsung teams. No, now that well, there's no Sam. There's no Samsung team Why? anymore. They got bought out. It's now Genji, which isn't a good team anymore. Wow. Who's Sorry, Piglet Peanut. pay for? Piglet plays for Clutch Gaming's academy team, which is North America's third seed. But are he doesn't play. Hmm? Are they in Worlds? Yeah, they are. So he's, he's not playing. playing. Why? Because he sucks. He was a world champion. <laughs> he was a former world champion. Yeah, and he sucks. There's only two people on that on that uh, on that roster that Piglet won the world championship that's still in League of Legends. Both of them are in Worlds, actually. Faker and Impact. Impact's on Liquid. Really? Really? So do they have a shot at winning? With no. Them? Oh, is Faker gonna win? Maybe. <laughs> if Liquid doesn't win, then I want Faker to win. Faker has a better chance of winning than Liquid. Faker. I'm also a Cloud Nine fan, so I hope Liquid doesn't improve. Yeah, so fine. Oh, oh, that would be awesome. He doesn't speak a word of English, but what a hell of an interview. <laughs> I know Korean. So, Faker, how was your day? Well, that was Faker. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I can dabble a little bit in Korean. Cool. So, we'll uh, future friend of the show, along with Kevin Feige. <laughs> Faker. 
<laughs> so today, today on the show, we have Kevin Feige, Faker, and Mark Buffalo. We're going to make a shirt of everybody who are friends of the show. And Frank and Dude. Like a Mount Rushmore of friends of the show. <laughs> and it'll just be like, the, who's the weirdest ensemble of cast you can make and put together? <laughs> and that's who it is. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, Frank and Dude, man. Who's the who's the white guy from Good Burger? <laughs> oh, the um, um, Josh Server. Yeah, That's I who I Josh want to interview. Something. Josh Server. That's his real name. Yeah, that mm-hmm. guy. His real name is... Put him on the list. Future friend of the show, Josh Server. I'm sure he's current friend of the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's probably not doing too much. Do we have any uh, any more news? Um, can we talk about how Martin Scorsese needs to get off his own lawn? Go on. Well, you heard what Martin no. Scorsese is said, this right? What he actually said, or is this what Ron thinks he said? <laughs> no, no, no. This is this is kind of sort of what he actually said. Are you sure you didn't watch the Clint Eastwood movie, Gran Torino? No. That's what you're talking. That was yes. Clint Eastwood, uh, and that's what you're talking Scorsese. about. They look alike. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. Martin Scorsese looks more like the dad from American Pie. No, what? Oh, no, wait, you're right. Then Clint Eastwood? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Martin Scorsese looks like the uh, the old man from Up. We're pulling up a picture right now. Wow, he does look like the dad from Up. <laughs> he does Pie. look like, well, he does look like the dad from Up, but he also kind of looks like the guy from American Pie. Those are two very different people. <laughs> the Eugene Levy's the dad. Yeah, dude, he totally looks like him. Yeah, he really does. It's the eyebrows. You know who's? I mean, like, we're just talking about friends of the show. Um, we don't really have any friends, but <laughs> yeah, I, we're just sitting in a basement. Who right I'd now. like to be friends of the show? Um, Sean Shemmel and Chris Sabat. They voice Goku and Vegeta. And Dragon Ball Z, respectively. Oh, yeah. And um, they're two of the nicest guys I've ever met. And I think they'd be excellent to just Well, I want Eugene Levy and Martin Scorsese to sit next to me. And so I can't tell them apart. Um, Over under, I think you'll get Eugene Levy before Martin Scorsese. Probably. I mean, if he's doing American Pie like me, <laughs> I, I think we can, you know, kickstart that. Go fund me. Yeah. Get... No, after our <laughs> cinematic masterpiece Franken Dude comes out, he'll have to. T- he'll want to talk <laughs> with us. Um, so one of the things we talked about was because um, one of the things we talk about a lot is shows, and we're going to have uh, we have a uh, t- television shows, not Broadway we're... shows. Just needed needed to make sure that I um Correct. I pointed that out. Um, and we are since fall there's a bunch of new shows that are coming out we have a list of 36 new shows that are on cbs fox <laughs> nbc abc and cw and what we're going to do is randomly choose one and assign each other a show that we have to watch <laughs> until it gets canceled yes so like next season and we have to, we're going to talk about it and we're going to give little summaries at the beginning of each news episode mm-hmm. about what's happening um, so it could last three episodes or 12 seasons. Yes. And so. no, if you love it or hate it, 
you have to stick with it no matter what. Right. So this... And there should be like a penalty like if you didn't if you can't do a summary like three episodes in a row, you like have to like add another show. Or like we get to like bean you with potatoes or something. We'll figure it out. <clears throat> so what's the rule if a show does get canceled like mid season? Um well, that's debatable. So I don't know if we should cross that bridge when we get to it, but I think we're either gonna either you just stop playing and you technically lose, or you get assigned a new show. So you want a, so you hope the new show is good. <laughs> well, by that time, if stuff starts getting canceled, then that means you're gonna think other stuff <laughs> will get canceled. Then something would stay, and like, but if that stays, then it's should be good well like 95 percent of these shows aren't gonna make it to christmas the cw ones will all the CW <laughs> yeah shows. but i CW doubt like the canceled. show called the baker and the beauty isn't making it through to the new year <laughs> nine seasons later want, like, a crime show or like anything like that i'm really hoping for nancy drew or batwoman but so we i so... really there's one particular show i want to give matt more than that anything wanted no it's called and i i will pay anyone to make sure that matt gets this it's called bob hart's oh Abishola. no it's... i think that show is <laughs> such i think that's such a bad idea for a show only because it's like uh don't get me started okay it's a it's a b it should be like a b plot so we have it randomly set. I randomly made a list of 1 through 36. And the way to make it... Hold on, I'm getting a random number generator. To make it even for me is they're going to pick a number for me. And so when I see the number, I will give out the title of the show and give them a, um, a quick little summary of what the show has to offer. I am sorry. I'm stupid excited so am I. <laughs> until I get Bob Hart's show. So show. like I'm rooting for like something like mixed ish, which is like I think it'll have a couple good episodes, but I don't think it'll last long. Is that another yeah, blackish? It, it's a spin off of blackish, yeah. Uh, but that looked pretty good. Yeah. Okay. I'm hoping for like that or like evil, because evil actually yeah, looks evil like a was... good show. But like I'm hoping to not get like Duncanville. Bluff right, City. I have wall. a random number generator up. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> who are we gonna do it for first? Well, um, I could do the random number generator, and you could just get randomly give me a number one through thirty-six, or Ron can do it too. Well, I'm just gonna hit rent generate, and it's just gonna give me numbers. So okay. Pick which one of us goes first. Uh, you go first. Well, the oldest, the youngest. Yeah. All right. So I'm first. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> I am you are 13. old. Thirteen. You get the show Council of Dads. Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Why don't you be like the next Big Bang Theory and I'll be so happy. This is a CBS uh, NBC show. The logline. 
Based on Bruce Feller's memoir of the same name, the drama revolves around a father whose life is thrown into upheaval when he is diagnosed with a terminal illness. Facing with his mortality, he and his wife assemble a group of friends to support his family and guide them through life's challenges. So it's Full House? <laughs> yeah, but with terminal cancer. <laughs> Wait, Full cancer. House had a terminal illness? <laughs> it's not even funny. Oh, this is with Sarah Wayne. This terminal Sarah House. Wayne yeah, Sarah Wayne Callis is in it, Michelle Weaver, J.O.X. Richards. Oh, this will get canceled. Clive okay. Standen. I'm yeah. okay with that. Tom Everett's got Michael O'Neill's. This sounds like a crappy show. <laughs> Great. Um, okay, so let Ron me. is next. Ron, you're next. Ready? Okay, it, it's one through thirty-six, right? Ooh, number two. We we're doing a random number generator. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I swear to God, if the next words out of your mouth are Bob Hart's oh, show. Get the unicorn. <laughs> yes, you. No. Oh no! This one actually oh, looks kind of good. God. Oh, no. The unicorn. Damn it. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of perfect yeah. harmony. Okay. okay. So this one's the cool. unicorn. A tight-knit group of friends and family who help a widower move on following the most difficult year of his life, which includes being an ill-equipped but devoted single parent of to his two daughters and taking the major step of dating where, to his shock, he's a hot commodity. <laughs> Oh my God, Walton yeah. Goggins is this there. one actually. In this. Yeah, actually, this one actually okay. looks good. And Rob Cordry. Uh, All right. Okay. So Walton we'll, Goggins, we'll see. Rob Cordry, Michelle Watkins, Omar Benson Miller, Maya Lynn Robinson, Ruby J, and Mackenzie Moss. You're up. Ready? Oh God. Seven. Seven. Yes, I got what mixed dish. <laughs> I got Wait, mixed dish. Yes. <laughs> no. Damn it. Redo. All right. So mixed dish. In this blackish spinoff, young Rainbow. I can't. I don't know her name. Erica Hamill. Erica Hamill recounts her experience growing up in a mixed race family in the 80s and the dilemmas they forced over whether to assimilate or stay true to themselves when her parents moved from a hippie commune to the suburbs. I think you won this. Yeah, I think I did too. Yeah. I think, though, the difference between us and, like, me and Ron and you is, like, ours are probably going to get canceled and yours is going to... I'm stuck with it. You're going for next season. you got to continue this and the new one. Yeah. But Ron and I might just get lucky (laughs) and not have to do this. Yeah. Although it would be really, really funny if the unicorn is, like, the next Big Bang Theory. Mine is getting canceled. Oh, yeah, yours is definitely getting I don't even remember what you got. <laughs> For sure, I'm getting canceled because it's just a full house ripoff. Oh, yeah, you got your terminal cancer, dude. Why can't I get Batwoman? <laughs> and it's called Council of Dads. I mean, it's got pretty good people in it. Yeah, yours has a cast. So does Ron. Like, the cast is pretty good. You guys have casts. I have, I have like, the producer has done stuff for this network before. All right. So, um, every every other week we're gonna do a news episode and we're going to give a summary about what's going on in our show and um, talk about it a little bit. Yeah. And uh, do that. So, you know, hope for a cancel. Actually, I don't want anybody to lose their jobs or anything, but. Go get work. 
They got a, this is a solid cast. Yeah. May the shows be ever in your favor. You know, at first I was kind of abrasive to the unicorn, but you know, now I think, uh, I, ho- I hope it's good. I need to go back and watch the first couple episodes. I actually think their next episode is tonight. Oh, wait, no, it's Friday. Oh, yeah. The oh, my God. Oh, my show's on a Friday Dan. night. Oh, no. Yeah. Mine thing is, so yeah, it's yeah. No, we should. Oh, it should man. be like a penalty if your show gets canceled. Boy, it's not our fault. I mean, it kind of is. You're not giving them ratings. Well, we are by watching it. <laughs> yeah, you should tell your friend. This is a podcast to keep crappy shows on television. Can you look up when mine is actually on? Uh, oh, wait. No. Today's Wednesday. No, it's on a Thursday night. Thursday night's prime. Yeah. I wouldn't be right. Friday night. Death line. Please follow us at Pop Culture Fed on Twitter. And uh, yeah, please stay tuned for the next episode. Uh, have a good night. Bye, guys. See you guys. If you have any theories as to who the Zodiac Killer is, make sure you add us. Bye, Mom.